Hey, welcome to the Learning Little Lessons podcast. I'm Trudy Shar, and this is where we chat about the little lessons God is teaching us to fill up on Him so that we can pour out to those around us, all while pointing it back to Jesus. I am glad you're here, and let's dig in. Sure. I'm Crystal Stein. I am an author and a speaker. I live in Pennsylvania with my husband, my high school sweetheart, and we have one daughter, Madison. She is eight years old in second grade. And the uh, first book that I wrote, Holy Hustle, came out two years ago. So it's celebrating its second birthday in June. And I have my second book coming out in October of this year. It's called Quieting the Shout of Should. And it ties really closely to the very last chapter of Holy Hustle, which is pretty fun. And then I also just got done approving the interior layout of a Holy Hustle planner that's going to come out next January. So some really fun stuff coming up. So cool. Wow. Excellent. Well, I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, Your book came at the perfect time for me like we were saying a little bit ago, and I just, I love it. So mm-hmm. I wanted my friends to hear, my listeners to hear about Holy Hustle, what the message is inside the book, and who did you write it for, and why should people read it? Because <laughs> I think everybody should read it also. <laughs> the questions authors love. This is the best. Yes. Um, I'm so glad that God got it into your hands right when you needed it. It has been just the joy of my life to watch how he's done that. I've gotten stories from women all over the world. I've gotten stories in my Instagram direct messages in Portuguese that I've had to copy into Google Translate to figure out what is happening. (laughs) And it's just one of the... That's cool. It's so cool. And, you know, one of the things that I did not have any idea would be so incredible was being able to do the you version devotional that went with the book. It's just little excerpts. It's 10 days and it's free on you version, which I did not know was read so widely. I mean, around the world. And yeah. so I think over 75,000 people have completed that reading plan, which is incredible. But I mean, that's the kind of stuff that I can never awesome. do on my own, no matter how hard I wanted to work. I can't make a woman in yeah you know, Brazil, read my book or go through this Bible study. It's all God. So I think that's been one of the coolest things for me is just watching, okay, writing this book was a a step of obedience for me and then watching what God can do with it. Even two years later, you know, we know books come out. I mean, millions of books come out every year. And so as fresh and new as Holy Hustle was, you know, two Junes ago, it, it quickly got sort of replaced by the next newer shiny thing. But God never stops using something that will draw people to him. And I think that's been really so encouraging to me. And also that reminder that the message of Holy Hustle is still so important to my life. So Holy Hustle is a book that I wrote for women who maybe like me struggle with this idea of work and rest. And whether or not we should do one more or the other and the guilt and the shame that comes with, you know, I shouldn't work so much. I should work more. I should rest more. I don't rest in the right ways. And all of these things that keep us from really living an abundant life that God calls us to. And Holy Hustle to me was the the way that God sort of introduced his idea of work and rest and his plan into my life because 
I am really, really good at working hard and taking control of the situation and making things happen. And there are a lot of times that that works well for me. I mean, it's something that American culture definitely appreciates and rewards. So there was a season of my life where I worked in corporate America. I was I worked in banking and I became an assistant vice president of marketing uh, before I turned 30. It, you know, I was there for seven years and I didn't have any marketing experience before I took the job. I learned it all as I went and found myself really valuing and putting really in my life as an idol, all those things that come with the, the things that our culture says are success, right? Having the office, having the business card with the fancy title and getting the opportunities and the invitations. And God was pulling me out of that. And I was resisting, really just ignoring him uh, to the point that God will make a way. Um, and the way he made for me was that I got fired from that job, which was absolutely oh. heartbreaking. And I felt so much yeah. shame and guilt because, you know, that's what I thought my career was going to be. But really it was God, you know, moving me on to the next thing that he had for me and redefining work and success and failure and all of those things in my life to something that looked more like what he had planned. And so, uh, Holy Hustle came down to just really looking at that very beginning of scripture in Genesis, where God gives us his model of work and rest, where we watch him create, right? For seven days, yes. well, six days, right? And yes, he creates yes. and he calls it good. And when the work is done, he calls it good. And then he rests, not because he has to, because God is never going to get tired, never going to run out of creativity or energy. But he rests and he calls it holy. And to me, it was such a, an indication that, you know, there are moments in the Bible that God does things as an example for us, not because he needs it, but because he knows we need it. And he knows that we would look at him working hard and be like, no, we're just, we're modeling Christ. Look at us go. We're and we're doing the things and we're going after it and we're making things out of nothing and all of this. And we would forget about rest. And so to me, it was really this lesson of, you know, God values work. You know, there are all kinds of verses in scripture that talk about the value of work and working hard for God's glory, right? That working on the things that bring him honor and not ourselves and, you know, sort of working in humility and the way that we can go and spread the good news of the gospel requires work. And he's given us gifts, very unique gifts to go and do that work for him. But it also requires rest. And we're invited to come into his rest. And he gives us an opportunity to unload all of the burdens and the stress and the anxiety and the fear and the worry so that we can be with him and rest and continue to do the work so it's sustainable. Because when we try to do just one or the other, it can't sustain that, right? Looking all the time. Now, yeah. resting all the time. I might be able to rest all the time. You know, you would think, but it's amazing how quickly you come into the shape I'm of your teasing. sofa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, so uh, yes. it's just, and to me, it was, it was such an important message that I needed in my own life. And really, anytime I write, I write for myself first. I'm preaching to myself. And then um, I hope that there's somebody else out there who, who might benefit from it. So 
that's really what Holy Hustle is about. I love everything you said. (laughs) That God values work. He gives us gifts. He gives us, but yet we need that rest to be able to keep going, like to make things sustainable. We do. And it's so hard, I think, to find a way that, that, to make rest um, part of our lives. You, we almost have to schedule it in a way or be really more intentional, I think. And I think there's also something we have to remember that rest looks so different for different people. Our work is going to look different. God created us uniquely to work in different ways, but also to rest the way that we connect with him, the way that we refuel and refresh. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to look like something that's going to be a cute picture on Instagram, right? It's what is, it's really the answer to, you know, what is the thing that draws me close to God? Because that's where we find our rest. It's not necessarily binge watching a bunch of shows. It's not necessarily, you know, and all of these, none of these things are bad, right? But true rest comes from that connection and that time with God and his word and walking with him, abiding closely with him. So maybe it's a a podcast or listening to worship music or going on a walk or spending time with your family, just, you know, kind of shutting off all of the regular day-to-day stuff and switching over into, you know, maybe something that uses a different part of your brain or, you know, connects you with a different part of God's character. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. to me, rest looks like making sure that I am not staring at a computer because I look at a screen all day. Right. So as much as I love, you know, all kinds of, Bible studies and things like that that I could do online. To me, I need to walk away from that and spend time with my family or be outside mm-hmm. digging in the dirt, right? Doing something physical, mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> using the opposite side of my brain from what I do all, all the rest of the time. So, you know, and understanding that all of that is okay, that God, you know, created us to connect with him in unique ways. We connect with other people in different ways. You know, some people really, you know, love to pick up the phone and make a phone call and other people would prefer to write a letter or send a text message. And, you know, that doesn't make the connection less significant. It just means that you're, you're connecting in the way that you were created to send and receive love. Rest looking different for everyone. That's, that was something I had to realize for myself, but also it kind of, flows into my kids Mm -hmm. too. When I can tell that they're uptight and stuff, sometimes it'll be like, you just need to go bake something. Mm -hmm. You just need to go draw or it's every single one of them. It's something different. Yeah. It's something different. Yep. Yeah. It's, and it really, I think helps us understand too, you know, how to show love to our families when we know how they rest and we can give them the space and the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, we got to figure out how to tell them how we rest. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Leave us alone so we can. <laughs> yes, um, if you need me, but please don't. I'll be in my closet hiding. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Eating chocolate. <laughs> uh, yes, with my Bible. With my Bible. Absolutely. I will be praying and thanking God A for this chocolate. Of- yes, yes. <laughs> A lot of the times, me just getting out. And going to Panera or going to Starbucks and being surrounded by people I don't have to talk to, don't have to um, 
remind them to clean up their mess mm-hmm. or whatever. People I don't have to talk to. I, I, I don't mind being surrounded by people as long as I don't have to talk to them. It's that but just going somewhere yeah. else. And that is rest for me. And I haven't figured out how to do it during this <laughs> COVID-19 stuck uh, in my house thing. Right? <laughs> it's, I think being around people who don't need anything from you, right? Where yes. your resources aren't being sapped. Um, yes. You know, and... Yeah, you kind of do wish you could just jump into some kind of, you know, there's a Zoom call happening. I don't need to be in it, but I'm going to listen to everybody talk around me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That'll be the next thing somebody needs to invite. In yeah, just like <laughs> Zoom coffee shop where you can just go in and yes. noise. <laughs> yes. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> oh, one of my favorite quotes um, that I had in your book was God has given us a specific space for a specific season. Let's claim it confidently, kindly, and unapologetically. Cause right here's where God has called us to work for his glory and whatever the cost, no matter how inconvenient it is or embarrassing it is or uncomfortable. It makes us, it makes, it makes us occupying that space is worth it. Mm-hmm. And I was looking back at some of my Instagram notes that I wrote about Holy Hustle. And I, I love that quote, just like, sometimes it's so, um, it can be so fearful to step into that specific season Mm -hmm. and being able to claim it confidently and kindly Mm -hmm. and not apologizing. Yep. I don't know. That's, it was definitely one of my takeaways from Holy Hustle. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I think that for me that the kindly piece, it's funny this year. So I choose a word every year. And this year, my word was confident, yes. which, oh. listen, God is working on that one with me. But, you know, yeah, you know, there's all those, you know, the messages that we see, you know, on social media about hustle and, you know, boss mamas and like all this stuff. And, you know, the confidence is there, right? To claim what, you know, uh, maybe not quite what we would say, right? Like you're claiming what you deserve or, you know, claim your right, yeah. like, You know, it's all of those messages are there, but we're not called just to be confident. We're called to be humble and kind. And, you know, I think that one of the ways that we can serve people well through our work is that, you know, we walk closely with God in those times of rest. We, you know, allow his will and not ours to be done. Mm -hmm. And we walk confidently, not because we know we can do it, but because we know that God will do it. And we need to show up and be there for it to happen. You know, so when I think about the, opportunities to share the hope of Jesus, especially right now. Right. And, you know, maybe I don't feel like I'm the right person to do it, or, you know, I'm not sure I have the right words or I don't really feel comfortable with what God's asking. Or everybody else is saying it already. Yeah. Everybody else is already saying it. Why should I add conversation? I think about the one person that God might have for me to speak to or their life to speak into, right? And if I miss that, 
I'm not being kind. That's not loving. You know, missing that opportunity to share some hope and good news with somebody, that's not kind. You know, that's being selfish to me. And so it's confident and stepping in, you know, with humility, knowing I'm going to say some dumb stuff. I'm going to look weird for Jesus. And I'm going to, it's not going to be about me. And I'm not going to probably get a reward for this, you know, but being willing to do it anyway. And knowing that it's not, it's not usually about our lives changing through our work or through our obedience, but what God's going to do through the seeds that we plant um, with somebody else. Yeah, that's good. Writing notes as you speak. (laughs) I haven't had the chance Um, to speak to a group in a while. So if I get a little preachy, just let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Getting all the good stuff out. I've been holding in. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's great. So, okay, you have a book birthday coming up and you had some surprises. Yeah. So, yeah, I would um, love to give a little sneak peek. And so my Holy Hustle's second birthday will be in June, June 5th to be exact. And what I thought would be really fun was um, to create sort of a podcast book club kind of thing. Um, So what's going to happen, I'm going to have it on Patreon, and I will eventually have links. I don't have any to share with you right now. But what I'll do is um, it'll be a little mini series, so probably 10 or 12 episodes. I'll do a nice fun introduction. I will give some behind the scenes, answer some of those questions I've gotten along the way over the last two years. We'll go through chapter by chapter. We'll have some discussion questions and be able to interact over on Patreon and um, kind of connect with one another. And you'll be able to listen to it, you know, as you're, you know, shopping for groceries or whatever you're doing. You can get a group together and listen to it. Or staying home. Or you're staying home, right? Yeah. Doing a nice virtual book club. It'll be really fun. Um, you know, and, and probably oh. do some giveaways because I love a giveaway. So yeah. I think it'll be really fun. And I'll give some sneak peeks, too, about the next book and, you know, some things that are happening with that and talk yeah. a little bit about, you know, maybe sneak some first looks of the planner in there. So it'll be a really fun way Ooh, just to fun. celebrate and, you know, connect and go through yeah. the book together in a fun way. So I'm excited about it. Awesome. Well, I pulled out my book today and I'm like, oh, I really want to read it again. So maybe I'll wait till June. And just There you go. You can read it with read me. It It'll be that. really fun. Yes. I know. I haven't, yes. I haven't decided yet. Um, what I might do is I might just read some excerpts of each chapter because uh, mm-hmm. I really had a lot of fun doing the audiobook. So I might just, oh, you know... Yeah some key key sections out and read them and we'll talk together and um yeah we'll dig into some scripture and it'll be really fun i think it'll be a good time yeah and listen you get to just join in it's not a the book club where you have to bring snacks you can eat all the snacks you don't have to care so (laughs) don't have to dress up don't have to nothing (laughs) exactly come in your pjs exactly as you are awesome it'll be good yeah so it's fun i know that right now um Holy Hustle is on sale on my publisher's website. So Ooh, it's published fun. through Harvest House Publishers. So you can, I think it's on sale for $8.99 right now. That's awesome. On, on their website. And then I know Barnes & Noble still has it. Amazon, 
is questionable only because books have not been a priority for them lately. So, um, but there is, you know, the Kindle version is on there. You can get the ebook if you want the audio books on there. So there's all kinds of fun ways that you can grab a copy and yeah, we'll hang out in June. So I will, what I'll do is announce all of this to my email subscribers first. So um, you can sign up for that newsletter on my website. It's crystalstein.me. There's a little email subscription thing right on the homepage. And then I'll also have it over on Instagram just to make sure nobody misses out. And on Instagram, I'm at Crystal Stein. So the more the merrier. That's the best part, right? I mean, you don't have to figure out how to fit, you know, 12 women in your living room. We can all just get together. It can be a whole bunch of us. So, so yes, there will be a lot of feet apart. Yeah, right. We will be, you know, physically distanced, you know, it'll be. (laughs) yes yes perfect perfect and your new book yeah tell us a little bit about it sure yeah so the next book comes out in october it's called quieting the shout of should and the tagline is how life of less can lead to more and the less isn't it's not a book about like decluttering your house because i'll be honest i'm not good at that um (laughs) as I sit in my closet to record this and look at all my things. Um, (laughs) But it's about less fear and less shame and less guilt and how it leads to a more abundant life with God. And so it really, it was kind of funny to me. I wrote a book on work and rest with Holy Hustle. And I only spent one chapter at the end talking about rest. And I was like, maybe there's more to say about that. I don't know. I feel like I could probably dive in a little bit more because the one thing I realized was that this idea of, you know, is it work or rest or can we have a life that's both and there were other categories that fell into that for me. It wasn't just work or something else. It was motherhood and friendship and hospitality and personality. Right. So Mm -hmm. there are 10, 12, I forget how many chapters are in it. Somewhere between 10 and 12. Um, And each chapter tackles a different topic. So something like I should be more like her, right? And so it's all these shoulds that the world kind of yells at us. Yes. And we tackle them. And then we take a look at what it would look like to quiet the shoulds and lean into what God is actually telling us Mm -hmm. our lives need to look like in that area. Um, So it's less about you know, what magazines and TV and social media and our friends and our church and our community are saying and the shoulds that they're asking us to carry and more about who God says we are. And so there's like really simple swaps for each chapter. So like, for example, for the I should be more like her chapter, the swap is comparison for contentment. In the chapter about I should have more things by now, because listen, we all know that no, we look around and we're like, oh, should mm-hmm. we be moving to the house already? Mm-hmm. Should I have mm-hmm. a car by now? Should I have done that vacation? You know, like there's all these opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so to cut through the noise of it all, and you know, it's like, should I have more things by now? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the swap is swapping quantity for quality. Mm, yeah. And it, for, um, there's one about, uh, you know, I should have achieved that dream by now. So mm-hmm. kind of a tie into Holy Hustle a little bit, right? And, yeah. you know, all these things that we look at, you know, our birthday coming up and we're like, oh, I'm turning that age. 
is that the age I should have done this by now? Like all those things you're like, when I'm an adult, when I grow up, (laughs) like I should, this, you know, I should have achieved that dream by now. I've had plenty of time. Right. Yeah. And you know, just the guilt that comes with realizing maybe that didn't work out the way that we thought our dreams have changed. So swapping, yeah. um, Oh, I just, they're swapping discouragement for dreaming and being able to figure out, you know, how do we start dreaming again and how do we line that up with God's will? And, you know, what does it look like to dream in a way that's also open-handed to, to say that, you know, whatever creative way God wants this to happen in my life, Mm -hmm. I'm open for it. So I'm really, I'm so excited about it. I, my passion is always to create a message and share a message that God's been using in my own life to bring freedom Mm. and joy and sort of that, um, just the abundant living, you know, it's interesting. We're just a little bit away from Easter right now. And just the idea of, you know, what parts of my life have felt buried that need to come alive mm. and mm. Well, this pile of shoulds on top of it, right. you know, that I'm listening to, you know, where have I not come alive for Jesus in my life and where am I limiting what he can do, what the Holy spirit can do in my own life? Because I'm trying to make my life fit into somebody else's expectations. Wow. I cannot wait. So, like easy stuff. <laughs> What's that? Just, you know, light, easy yes. stuff. We'll yes. <laughs> so, surface level. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Lots of scripture in it. Cause my, my heart is always that, you know, anytime somebody picks up one of my books, I don't care if you remember my story. I just want you to be drawn into God's word. So even if you pick up Holy Hustle or Quieting the Shadow Should and you put it down because you turn to your Bible and you spend three weeks unpacking scripture, Mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I would much rather you do that. So I've also intentionally created the book in a way that you read it slowly, Mm -hmm. which I know for some of us is a challenge. We like the accomplishment (laughs) of finishing a book, right? But I could not in good conscience be like, here's a book about quieting the shadow should. Now hurry up and get through it. So the end of each section actually has built in devotionals. So you'll actually be able to, you know, spend five days or, you know, a week or two weeks if you want, just really unpacking and spending time with God, like what he wants to say to you about this topic. So I'm excited about it. Wow. I can't wait. I do think I read Holy Hustle like, very fast and then I went back and like read it slow so is that allowed (laughs) totally allowed because I well the hard part I am not like I think in bullet points so to write books I'm like oh I have to use so many words to say this (laughs) so I typically write in nice short chapters they're very easy to get through I don't use like poetic I'm not a flowery writer you're not gonna have to go look up a word (laughs) like it's very accessible. I want you to be like, oh, I could read this chapter while I'm waiting in the car for something yes. or, you know, when I have a spare moment and not feel like, oh, what was the plot of this? What happened? Who was this character? Like, that's not, mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty to the point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, feel free, you know, go through it quick and then go back and reread yeah. your favorite part. <laughs> Great. The author said I was allowed. Um, totally fine. There's no right way to read a book. Yes, yes. <laughs> So in Holy Hustle, you had um, different a different story for each that went along with each chapter. Like, um, mm-hmm. 
the holy hustle story, you called it. Are you having something yeah. like that in your should book? I am. Ooh, it's actually going to be at the end of the, at the, end of the okay. book. Um, we felt like it was the best place to put it. And what I do is I share uh, stories of women who quieted should in their lives. And women from history, women I know in real life. So this is, it'll be less interview because some of these women are not alive anymore, okay. but really talks about very specific ways that, you know, maybe it was because of the time in history that they were born and, you know, things that they did that made them stand out and they weren't afraid to be different. Right. So like these moments where we can look back and be like, you know what, women have been doing this for a very long time and we can have the courage, and, you know, kind of live by their example too. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then, Lots of stories from scripture that, you know, showcase how God uses it too. So awesome. I cannot wait. When does it come yeah. out? <laughs> it how comes out, I think uh, October 6th, I okay. think might be the, the official release date. You can pre-order it already Ooh. on Amazon. Honestly, even if you don't, the cover is so pretty. I would say go over and look at it just to, to see how pretty Ooh, it is. I'll have to go look that up. The the marketing side of me does not make this process easy on my publisher. <laughs> I have strong opinions on fonts and colors, but they are so gracious and really, really hard to make sure that they're creating something beautiful that they're happy with and that I'm yeah, happy with. So yeah. it's always a labor of love and compromise, yeah. <laughs> but I'm so thrilled with that. Oh, very good. So did you design Holy Hustle's cover? I did not, okay. but I may have sent uh, very detailed secret Pinterest boards with thoughts and ideas and fonts. Um, so they had a lot to work with. I did the same thing with uh, Quieting the Shout of Should too, because I wanted the books to look like they belonged yeah. together. Uh, not that they were necessarily a part one and a part two, but I wanted them on a shelf to look like they were yes. part of the same family. Yes. Uh, I also didn't want to have to redesign my website and come up with a whole new branding oh, scheme. Yeah. So it was important to me that, you know, there were colors that flowed through mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely shared some thoughts. Yeah. They shared some ideas. <laughs> I said, no, we went back to the drawing board. They came back with something better. So, oh, funny. Who is always the fun part for me. So who is um, publishing this one? The should. So this one's also by okay. Harvest House. Awesome. So, Yeah which is so fun. I love my editor, Kathleen, and like the entire copy editing team over there is phenomenal. They always make me sound so much better than I really am by the time the book is done. I'll go back and read things and be like, did I write that or did they write that and help me? (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. But they're, they're so fun. And when they get behind a message, they just champion it in amazing ways. So it's, it's really fun. It was fun to work with them on another project. And they're actually doing the Holy Hustle Planner, too. So um, I'm really excited that I get to, to keep working with them. Oh, yeah, that's great. Do you have anything <laughs> else that you wanted to tell my listeners? No. I mean, Instagram is my absolute favorite place to connect. And I, I mean, you know this, I will respond yes, to messages. I love it. So yeah, if your listeners have other questions that they have for me, send them my way. I would love to interact and answer questions and encourage women. And, um, you know, especially right now, I had a conversation with my boss just the other day. He was asking, you know, how he could pray for me. And, you know, we were talking a little bit and I asked him, I'm like, well, you know, 
how can I encourage you or pray for you right now? And he said, because we have very similar personalities and sort of the right now, this lack of feeling productive mm-hmm. is really hard for yeah. him. The things he would normally sort of feel accomplished checking mm-hmm. off his to-do list, he can't do them right now. And so I know that this is a season that can be especially hard for those of us who really feel value and worth with our work. And, you know, just being able to encourage him that, you know, there is still amazing work being done, Mm -hmm. even though it doesn't look like what we're used Mm -hmm. to. God doesn't stop just because, you know, things are shutting down for Mm -hmm. us right now. He still has a plan and he is still at work. And, you know, I kind of joked with him that, you know, so we're a pretty large church in our area and we were, we've already opened uh, campus. So we're multi-site and we were looking at the next one and he was sort of talking about, you know, how he didn't feel like he was getting anything done. And I'm like, now that we just successfully launched two major online campuses within two weeks of each other, right? I'm like, it's a matter of perspective, you know, like the things that we would typically think are getting done are not incredible stuff is if you stop and take a look at what God's really doing. And so I think that would just be a little encouragement that, you know, life probably does not feel like what you're used to right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that does not mean that God is done with you. And that does not mean that good work and great rest are not happening. So, you know, I'm definitely enjoying this time to really rest and catch up on probably some rest that I've been lacking so that when we get the green light, Mm -hmm. go back Mm -hmm. and do some things again in person and gather that I will just be even more on fire and ready to go um, for the ministry that God's called me to. That's just what I needed to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Because sometimes, yeah, it seems like I should be getting more done. I have no place to go. Mm -hmm. I should be doing something. (laughs) And I am. It's just, it it looks different. That's a great reminder. Just a little shift in perspective, you know? And definitely reach out to your friends who you know are struggling with this right now and tell them they're still doing a good job. They will want to hear it. Yes, Yes, for sure. And all the extroverts. Yeah, right? Yes, we we know that you need people. We're so sorry. Oh, very good. Okay, well, thank you so much. This was of this course. I'm so glad we got this. Yeah, out. me too. Me too. This episode has been produced in collaboration with Jersey Limited Media. The theme music is by Scott Holmes and has been adapted for use herein under Creative Commons license. If you haven't already, go subscribe to the Learning Little Lessons podcast so that you get updates weekly, or visit my website at learninglittlelessons.com for freebies newsletters, and encouraging blog posts.